0: And welcome back to Theory for Turntables, the TFT podcast. I'm Ryan. And th- once again, that is Matt. Hey, Matt, let's do the things that we say on text. Hey, Ryan, you cannot be here right next to me. Don't you see Riri right next to me? Oh, man. Oh, hi, Rihanna. Uh, <laughs> thank you for sitting in. Um Guys, we are talking about Views, uh, Drake's fourth studio album that was uh, released uh, this past Friday as of our as of our recording uh, on on April 29th, uh, 2016. Uh, it was released on uh, iTunes and Apple Music. So if you don't have those services or a, um, a steady pipeline into the waffles, you may not have heard it yet. Um, you've probably heard some of the singles that are... Um, uh, that have, that have been released, uh, that were pre-released. Uh, I believe um, Controlla and One Dance have made their way around. Um, Hotline Bling, of course, the 20th song, kind of a bonus track, uh, dominated the fall. Um, and Pop Style has made it out. Uh, but definitely check out Views, uh, previously known uh, in pre-release form as Views from the Six. Um, and uh, Drake still has some great Views from and of the Six um, up atop his photoshopped perch on top of the uh, uh, the CN Tower uh, and uh, and, uh, and 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 looking out over his, uh, his kingdom, uh, the six uh, the nickname for his hometown of Toronto, uh, based on its area codes, uh, both of which have sixes in them. Um, and this is uh, this is a big album. It, it moved uh, a lot of units uh, on its first day. Uh, it's captured a lot of the of the zeitgeist. Uh, uh, Drake is, I think, uh, um, you know, maybe rivaled only by Kanye and uh, and Beyonce in their ability to kind of generate hot takes and memes and all of this kind of endless churn of content. Uh, and so here we are churning away.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. Let the just, churn continue.
0: Just like I, I just imagine that that content is like butter and it must be it just must be tur- churned into a froth uh, to, uh, before it congeals into something that you can spread uh, on your entertainment bread. Uh, and, and so here we are churning away to give you artisanally wrought uh, thought butter uh on uh drake's six uh so definitely check it out uh through whichever means that you uh have uh this is a long one um you know some of the things that we listen uh you know in this session um both the last two actually uh lemonade is actually clocks in on the shorter side um especially when you listen to the music only and don't watch the visual album uh, and then before that, we did Frankie Cosmos, which I think you can fit about three or four Frankie Cosmoses yep. uh, inside uh, in, inside views. So this is a, this is a long album. I almost feel like if it, if it was um, if this had been released in the '90s in the era of CDs, this would have been a double disc. I feel like um, uh, if not in uh, technological requirement, it has that feel of of a double disc uh, album of of this kind of expansive uh, Ambition um, sometimes messy album. Um, and so give yourself the time, give yourself about 80 minutes, uh, to really, um, immerse yourself in this. Uh, I, you know, I downloaded it when it was released on the 29th. I came out pretty late at night. I put it on, um, and fell asleep to it, (laughs) uh, and, and woke back up. I think it had cycled back through. I decided, I decided to pause it because I felt like what I would, um, I, I felt like the dreams, Drake dreams would not be good dreams. Uh, um, and, and it was just my intuition Even though I had not listened to too many specifics The vibe was not Even though it, it was calm and, and, and set me off to dreamland I could imagine uh, that high there Up there amongst the clouds They would uh, rapidly turn to dark clouds And there would be an endless stream Of unreturned texts And ungrateful lovers uh, and, and, jealous, uh, and, and jealous Friends from back home uh, And so I, t- I turned it off uh, And returned to it during the daytime Uh, which is i recommend that you do um so go ahead get uh check out drake's views uh and meet us back here uh to uh, to dive right into it after this word from our commercial sponsors hey looks like your hotline could use some bling it is so drab my goodness
1: you don't have a case of any kind on that iphone you're carrying with you what gives
0: uh, you know, I just like the way it feels just in my hand. You know, the the case takes away all the sensation and, and, you know, makes me almost forget that I have an iPhone. I might as well have an Android if I put a case on it. Well, you know what?
1: If your heart has lost all its sensation, so should your hand around your phone. So go to the little cart inside the shopping mall that sells knockoff iPhone cases, and many of them have bling on them. Trick out that iPhone today with a pink thing with rhinestone or a blue thing with rhinestones or a turquoise thing with rhinestones or a rhinestone covered rhinestone studded iphone case
0: that sounds great i'll go there right in uh right after i get in a fight with my significant other at the cheesecake factory Uh, absolutely when that
1: hotline blings it only means one thing you got a case at the budget knockoff case cart in the mall
0: And we are back, Matt. I have a question. question. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's so good to be so synced up with a human being, with another human being, which is something that Drake has never known or will never know. The level of syncing and connection. That's a good question. Has
1: Drake ever known happiness? Right. Like, you know, because my question was going to be, hey, is Drake the the, uh, male Lana Del Rey of hip hop?
0: Yeah. You know, my, my question was going to be, is Toronto the saddest place on earth?
1: (laughs) (laughs) So this is, I I mean, so obviously we're going in, in the same, we're going in the same direction. Um, But the the yeah the the interesting thing about the sadness right like is it Drake's success that that has made it impossible for him to to feel joy or connection with another human being or uh, was he always like this and the success just amplifies it because there's so much you know
0: has his inability to make connections with another uh, human being made him successful Oh that's an interesting
1: chicken and egg Yeah I hadn't thought of it that way around but I think that's a good I mean I think that's a good question right because a lot of the um and this is common to a lot of songs in this genre but a lot of the like hey uh the women you meet after you're famous are insubstantial uh kind of stuff that that you hear i mean that that trope right like um I don't you know, I don't know. This is sort of uh, this is sort of uh, often sort of put uh, put on the women as though it's as though it's sort of their as though it's sort of their fault. But maybe it's maybe the problem is not <laughs> right. Maybe the problem is not the women. Maybe the problem is Drake. Uh, Drake, have you ever considered in our relationship that maybe the problem is you?
0: Right. It's, it's, it's not me. It's Drake. Right. (laughs) You
1: have this, you have this album of 80 minutes of complaining, uh, about, you know, about all manner, um, all manner of things. But, uh, but yeah, maybe, maybe you were just not, not set out for it. But the, the ability, right? Like the, uh, uh, Oh, I wanted to develop this idea a little bit. The The idea of the, you know, oh, the the women you meet after you're famous are insubstantial is that they're going to treat you uh, as a means, right? Like, let's bring some Immanuel Kant into it, right? Like, they're going right. to treat you as a means, um, not as an end. They're going to violate the categorical uh, imperative, the sort of one moral law, which is to treat, which in one of its formulations is to treat people as an end, uh, not as a means. And, and no, you know, they're going to uh, treat you as a means like whether you're whether you know you're just just uh whether it's just bottles and models or whether you're sleeping with your best friend's wife right like they're just they're just using you um and Drake indulges in a little bit, but, uh, I, I wonder, you know, I wonder if it wouldn't actually be more fair to a certain extent to kind of turn the tables and say, well, you know, you're, you're sort of treating them as a means. I mean, of course, well, of exactly. course that's fair. And that's what actually, and maybe that is actually that kind of weird sociopathy, right? Like that kind of strange lack of empathy. Um, seems to seems to be uh, uh seems to be like uh, does that, you know in another context maybe drake would be a fantastic ceo you know
0: <laughs> uh, but uh, in this context drake is a fantastic ceo <laughs> right we don't need another uh uh i, I think it's in, in another way to put it is that um uh, in any context, Drake would be draking, right? Um, and he happens to be because he he is in this um, both in the album um, and and in the kind of extra album production process. He's in kind of CEO mode, right? That um and 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 that you see that um with his you know his October's very own um which he he is what he shouts out, which is his clothing line and kind of the overall uh, brand. Um and and you know it is a subsidiary. You know he's still linked to. Other players in the industry and you know has ties to um to Lil Wayne who was kind of an early sponsor um and and through Lil Wayne to um to 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 cash many records uh and and Birdman um so there's like a long chain but that this is a large and kind of like uh, substantial subsidiary that could be spun off at some point right that this is kind of standalone um and so that there is he is both a CEO and there's in a sense in which he is um you know especially in this year uh over the last year he's been really touting the six uh has been really kind of you know has 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 returned to toronto kind of um uh uh, uh in in terms of his focus uh and it, it came up the most i guess uh, he's
1: he's trumping a little bit right he's making toronto great again
0: that's interesting right um like like one of one of, he's the the purpose of climb, uh, climbing on top of that tower is to see where to build the wall Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's an interesting question of of whether there's a desire to to build a wall. Um and Uh, Or or what are the ways in which uh, uh, Toronto should be made Great again Um, because I think that That is absolutely there I mean In order for it to be made great Again he had to return right Uh, he Kind of both sonically And in the trajectory of his career he Kind of engaged with American hip-hop And where American hip-hop was um, When he started coming uh, uh, Up and kind of coming into the mainstream Attention uh, in, in 2009 Was very firmly rooted in in the south. Um and so um sounds from Houston, uh sounds from uh Atlanta, uh sounds from New Orleans were kind of all there very early on in his career uh, and as were the kind of labels and relationships and guest stars. Um uh but that starting with last year's um mixtape, um retail mi- mixtape, uh if you're reading this too late, um he really returned to Toronto as his focus and you had a lot of the discussions about the 6 about the 6 god um, uh, I mean, one of the one of the hooks, if you could call it on that album, was running through the six with my woes. Uh, uh, um, and, and and oh, boy, did he ever. Um, and so I think that he kind of returned. I mean, why to- is he
1: running? You know, what makes Drake run? You know what the, makes drink- he is—he is fueled by woes. I guess so, but that like, don't you think it would, you know, trudging through the six with my woes, like dragging my feet through the six with my woes, right? The the uh the presence of mind, the the kind of the the aggression, the um you know goal orientation required to to uh, to run, um is uh I don't know, doesn't seem particularly woeful to me.
0: I mean that's the other thing though is that it's it's that it's not just woe right it's woe plus spite equals Drake right <laughs> um, and and so and 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 maybe there's one other ingredient there's and, and maybe this relates to woe um, or maybe it's distinct is is nostalgia I think um, and and a, a kind of an imagined nostalgia which very much actually connects it to to Trump in a way and to to the making something great again right it's in this
1: it's in right the the making great again is always like it never was great actually in point of fact like you're imagining right like the greatness is always sort of narrativized uh it's always a sort of highly constructed and sort of politically motivated narrative of you know of something that of a self understanding that no no uh person Actually, ever had, right? But that we can, that we sort of compare favorably with our own self understanding because it's not, you know, look, it's like, look, Drake, you were always. Uh, you were always Drake, right? Like you, you, there was no, there was probably no day like when it's like, oh, Drake was happy and watching Teletubbies, right? Like, Drake, you know, I don't know, uh, unless there was a Teletubby sitting alone on the top of the CN Tower, you know, right, and like going Tinky Winky, Lala, or what sound do Teletubbies make uh, as it, you know, uh, dangled its stubby legs off uh, off the edge? I that so that uh, that album covers a Photoshop. Up. i didn't look because i didn't look it up online because i didn't want to know i wanted it to be real
0: uh unfortunately i think um, it, it it is a photoshop and i think in part if you kind of look at some of the measurements of the things that are there uh, if it were real uh then then the breaking news would be that drake is a giant <laughs> <laughs> Um and he is he is a giant many things he's a giant talent he is a, a a giant um pile of contradictions but he is in fact not a giant giant um uh, uh, as far as as far as we all know um but yeah i think that this is exactly Right, this idea that nostalgia of this kind and maybe nostalgia in general actually is this kind of political act and um whether it's kind of a personal politics um of of, of an individual and kind of a self-narrativization um or a um politics of a relationship um and, and and there's a lot of that on this album right the kind of uh i mean this is a a russian doll of nostalgia right that there's kind of drake nostalgia uh for kind of an imagined time when he wasn't so sad uh, and and so encumbered with woes. Um, There's a a a nostalgia for all of the ruined relationships, and could have they gone another direction? Um, And then there is a nostalgia for kind of uh, a a Toronto, of uh, an imagined Toronto, a great Toronto, um, a kind of whole Toronto, um, as opposed to a kind of more unequal kind of and divided uh, Toronto, which is uh, the state, as, as with many other major North American cities, the state and status quo of, of, of Toronto. And there's a good article um, from Pitchfork. Uh, it's a nice long read that actually kind of um, is, a, is a really nice piece on kind of urban planning and urban politics in the context of Drake's Toronto um, that, that sets up a lot of that context. So I, I, this is all a long way around the barn to say that, um, you know, in, in addition to being kind of a good CEO, he, I mean, he's a, he's, a, he's a good executive, right? And another kind of executive is a mayor, right? And he is a kind of self-appointed Mayor, or maybe even king of uh, of, of Toronto. Yeah, he's trying um, to.
1: He's wh- what he's trying to kind of restructure the sadness debt of his city. You know, he's trying right. to declare a kind of emotional bankruptcy and be able to kind of uh, 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 make Toronto great again by by Trump like by making deals by doing by doing the deals by uh, getting the people to pay for. Um, uh, getting to people to pay for their own their own wall, um, it's I so sonically it's also it's it's also interesting, right? Like he's he's young. Right? Like, he's not quite 30 yet. He's just shy of 30, or maybe he just turned 30. Let's I think see. He's,
0: he's 29. He's 30. Yeah. He's 30 in October. Oh, um, there you go. Octo- uh, hence, hence, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. October's very He is. very, he is very Oh, man. Um, so Brand- the... Uh, hashtag hashtag branding.
1: But, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know it, it's... The the sound right is remarkably accomplished, like really restrained. And you know he works with producers, and there's some really good ones on this. But like, uh, man, there this is really uh, this is really good music. You know, I it's we talked about life of Pablo a couple a couple weeks ago and you know, which I, I bring up mostly just because it's another kind of hip hop
0: release recently.
1: And, um,
0: What's the other one of the stature again? Right, like in terms of the trifecta of this yeah, quarter. Yeah, exactly. Like life, uh, life of Pablo, Lemonade, and this are kind of dominating the the pop and kind of hip hop and R and B landscape right now. I mean, these are all towering releases. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, uh, and
1: I think that's. I mean, I think that's right. And yeah. I, so you sort of compare this. Uh, it's funny. I'm not quite sure. I'd have to think a little harder about lemonade, but I, you know, compare this with Life of Pablo and a little bit like Kanye West is, is more experimental, right? To a certain extent, more audacious, but to me, it has the character of a young child tugging at your pants, uh, asking you to play with him all the time. Like, hey, hey, can you look at me? Can you look at me now? Can you look at me? Like, and Drake is happy to Drake without, uh, you know without kind of being as solicitous of of your good opinion you know without insisting uh that you like him or that you that you feel something at all and i th- like and to me like the the relatively restrained sonic palette of this versus the the um the more frenetic and and yes interesting fertile generative experimental like it's not i don't i'm not Uh, uh, Slagging off in 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 this particular by describing it as this, but you, you have to admit that there is a busier and sort of more insistent sonic palette on on Life of Pablo, and and I just to me it's a kind of it's a kind of maturity and a kind of steadiness, like kind of steady hand on the wheel. Good again, kind of good CEO right behavior you know well, not, and, and then yeah.
0: i think that there is a um you know the, the, that I, in terms of thinking go, of good ceo behavior i think it's actually impossible to talk of this album and uh drake this kind of sonics of drake without talking um, about his kind of main producing partner um noah um noah shabib uh, his nickname is 40 um and so they've kind of been um they've worked together very closely um throughout drake's career uh and kind of it, it the the proportion of drake's songs produced by 40 um vary from album to album um and this is one of the heaviest if not the heaviest uh, and so this is kind of and i mean a lot of drake's biggest hits were produced by 40 um but uh this is um and and i think that this is really important right so that 40 is kind of the um he's the chief chief b be- the cbo right he's the chief beats officer <laughs> um uh for 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 drake incorporated um and it's and there and it's interesting right he's also a young guy i mean he's um, about a year younger than me. He's 33. Um, and so, but he's he's also, it's interesting, a little older than Drake. Um, and and I think that, you know, the difference, I'll tell you, you know, as being someone who's about to turn um, 34, the difference between 33, 34, and 29 is 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 non-trivial. <laughs> um, and so, I think that kind of, um, like a great colossus with one leg on each side of of, of of 30 uh they you know that this duo is kind of is steadied right and and uh and i think that yeah import- he's older yeah. i mean he's like i i think these these
1: relationships are a lot more important the younger you are and he's mm-hmm. like what just graduated from high school when drake gets into high school uh yeah uh older, right? And that's a good uh, I don't know, that yeah, like that that is a good dynamic, right? It's slightly it's it still can partake in the craziness, but is slightly steadier, right? Like slightly yeah. uh slightly calmer, I guess. Well
0: amazingly I I actually hadn't known this, but um he was also a child actor, right? They that they, they were both child actors. Um uh and uh and you know he hadn't uh, he wasn't on Degrassi, um, but he was definitely in a few, you know, I think he was like on Goosebumps, uh, did a f- little a bit of other TV, some small uh, movie roles. So there was like a shared background there oh, as he was well. In
1: the, he was in The Virgin Suicides. I'm looking yeah. at the Wikipedia page now. That's very interesting.
0: Right? Isn't it? Um, and, and I think that, yeah, so I think I agree that that kind of older brother kind of relationship um, is absolutely important, especially kind of early on. Um, and, and I think that there's another piece here in terms of thinking about some of the, the role of nostalgia as a theme here as well, or one of these kinds of – um, pillars of, of what kind of makes Drake, Drake, um, is that sonically, this album especially, I feel has this um, uh, uh, there's there's a lot of 90s nostalgia here um, in both kind of um, specific ways and, and in more general ways. Um, and so some of the really specific ones um, is the song um, You With Me, the third song um, that uh, was produced by 40 uh, and I believe also has a writing credit from uh, from Kanye, um, and this is the one that has the DMX sample um, at the beginning, um, and and then also on the hook um, uh, is actually is uh, borrows from a, a DMX song from the '90s, um, and then there's a later song um, that uh, I, I need to track down. But there's a later song that um, samples um, Mary J. Blige, um, and and that 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 there's this, these kinds of sounds, I mean, there's another song on the album is written or, or co-written and produced um, by a songwriter who did a lot of production work with SWV in the 90s, right? So that there is a, a DNA of kind of 90s. Um, it's also the, the DMX song that is sampled, uh, if memory serves correctly, is one of the more chill and romantic DMX songs. <laughs> um, and, and that is and that is a, a fitting ethos for this album, right? Because it has uh, equal parts on, you know, when, when Drake raps, he raps um, – he 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 raps uh aggressively right and and with quite- uh, you know quite a lot of kind of in a very kind of confrontational um style has a lot of kind of rhythmic urgency um but that when he sings he sings in a like his autotune uh crooning is quite different from kanye's um on life of Pablo i mean it's more similar to kanye's on eight oh eight and heartbreaks whereas i think when kanye bre- breaks out the autotune um it's a lot more of this kind of robot wailing right um and uh uh, and and so uh i think that there are these kind of pieces of kind of R&B and kind of R&B hip hop crossover that are indebted to the '90s that are there, and and in general, it's kind of like I don't know, like listening to '90s MTV while high with a blanket over your head um, is 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 uh, and 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 through the sound of your own sobs is is what uh, is 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 what kind of uh, a lot of the the kind of core aesthetic of views is right. So it's it's views. The primary view is from under a blanket, <laughs> uh, under, <laughs> under under a sad blanket, uh, and there are a few other um, kinds of sounds. I mean, I think there is a uh, ca- Caribbean and kind of Afro pop, quarter um, to the sound that I'd like to talk about at some point. But I think the forty sound um, and what like kind of um, uh, uh, forty is, is is associated with as a producer in general, and I think um, and and his overall um, role in this album can be seen in the kind of o- unified kind of like. I don't know, there's kind of a gauziness. Right? A lot of these songs start with kind of feathered edges right and 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 whether it's like little snippets of radio or of conversation or of a um, voicemail um, phone noise um, that, that, that there's kind of moving in and out of, of dreams again which is why it was so haunting to fall asleep to this album because I didn't know which was which parts were me drifting in and out of uh, of sleep and which were um, which were the album itself right uh, Well, spe- speaking of a kind of a, a quality
1: uh, a quality of dreaminess of sort of gauziness and also quality of kind of menace though a uh, though a muted menace in this case like do you feel like uh do you feel like there's a uh, uh our affinities here with with fellow canadian the weekend
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. And right, they, like I mean, it's a slightly
1: yeah. okay. So I want to draw a continuum of weekendness, right? And on one end is the weekend, which is the apotheosis of weekendness. On the other end uh, is the tamest and most d- domesticated version of of yeah, weekendness, it, yeah, and that's yeah, z- zane. Zane, zane. Yep, samezies, <laughs> <Yes, yes>. samezies. <laughs> yeah, we were thinking about doing. It. I mean, background in case you're interested. We were thinking about doing it. So Ryan and I both gave it a couple spins. And I wrote, and I wrote, Ryan was like, this is like the weekend that you can take home to your mother, you know, <laughs> and, uh, um, or like the weekend for tweens or something. And just didn't have any of the, um, <laughs>
0: Cocaine filled fuel. Well, yeah. Sex. I mean, look. I
1: still think. I mean, you sort of dinged me for for being prudish on that show, but I think I, all that weekend stuff is very, very interesting uh, because of the explicitness uh, of the kind of the antisocial behavior, you know, and that like, and that and, like, and that's the tame weekend album. We did the, we did the toned down sold right. out weekend album. Well, <laughs> well then I, because you have a you have like two. I mean, you you know, the weekend is not a safe space, right? Like. (laughs) and you have the like two countervailing trends, two countervailing discourses in society, one towards kind of increasing sanitization of discourse. And then the, the other one, the sort of the weekend one about like kind of increasing discursive aggression and increasing uh, kind of uh, unsafety um, in, in discourse, at least in a kind of fantasy representational space. So that's, you know, anyway, and, and Zane is, is a lot of the aesthetic or the kind of the outward, gestures of that with absolutely none of the legitimate threat you know right. absolutely none of the um of the real menace right um and and so so if that were 0 to 10 right where do you put drake on the continuum where do you put drake on the continuum
0: i mean it's it's interesting i think that he <sighs> You know, I, I think that it's it's it, it's closer. I mean, is he is he right at a five? like um, yeah
1: i would i would i would shade him towards the weekend more towards zane but that's what i that's the kind of the direction i was thinking as well i mean he's, I, he's
0: at he's at the five with a wiggle right or he's at the five with a with kind of a confidence uh interval uh or again thinking about this image of of standing astride i think he stands right astride the five with one leg on the one leg on on 4.5 and one one the other leg on 5.5 sure
1: yeah, I mean because a, a, a certain amount you you can't not um you can't not hear this as a little bit self-lacerating, you know. uh, Mm -hmm. uh, right. Mm -hmm. Even, even though it's all very outward directed, it's all very like, or, or there's like, there are two, again, there's sort of two countervailing trends. One is outward directed and it's, it's very, it's very snide and it's very critical, uh, of a lot of people for, for a lot of, a lot of various reasons, right? Like, and there's always like, there have always been sucker MCs and they've always been a, a great target of the kind of the legit sort of real, um, original, I guess original is probably the word, uh, you want, uh, MCs or, uh, we would say authoritative or influential, um, in sociological terms, right? Uh, but the, um... But but then there is this like I think and in the nostalgia in the uh, introspection in the self examination there is also a kind of self lacerating trend yeah uh, in it even in just kind of continuing to subject the the persona continuing to subject itself himself you know I uh, you know because how much of it who knows <laughs> right, you know
0: Drake Drake subjects Drake to a level of scrutiny he probably doesn't deserve
1: <laughs> I mean Drake subjects Drake to a level of Drake he probably doesn't deserve <laughs> you know but uh but that like you know and Drake there being a, 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 a metonymy for you know for what we're what we're talking about the the woes right um, a, like a Greek tragedy level of woe right like oh whoa 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 oh whoa oh, whoa 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 and that's you know I mean that and so that to me redeems it not not redeems it not that it needs being being not that the weekend needs redeeming I I find it very interesting and very, you know, um, uh like a like a very sort of suggestive phenomenon so it's not like that's bad and that needs redeeming and drake drake redeems it but it it sort of uh it redeems it from being one note you know what i mean and it also it sort of couples the kind of the external threat with also an internal threat there's a yeah. uh there's a sort of relational danger and there's a kind of self relational and, and internal emotional a psychic uh the a danger of the individual psyche you know and that's um that's a, that's an interesting balanced and it really uh yeah to me it really makes for for interesting listening because that tension is always kind of pulling pulling at the songs from both ends
0: i mean it strikes me that one of these major differences right that kind of pushes um drake like uh further towards the middle here um but may may keep him reasonably close to the weekend is that the weekend wants to get other people high uh and, and and himself high but like primarily wants to get other people high right they famously on a song on the weekend's first um, mixtape was called what well, basically it was called high for this with the refrain being you're going to want to be high for this <laughs> 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 right uh, and Drake just wants to get himself high um primarily um and and if you get high also um you know uh fine but again and, and he and he succeeded he got as high as he could get on the top of the cn tower right, right? drake's just trying to get high uh, at a certain point and i think that and again i think that, and then the drugs of choice i mean you you have a, a little more of a sense of in the highness um a sense of 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 uppers of of kind of 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 drugs that fuel kind of Activity um, and kind of debaucherous activity in the weekend, and and in Drake, I think the 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 drug use, the substance, the alcohol, um, the the nostalgia tend to slow things down, right, right, um, and 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 to isolate, um, and 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 I think that that's, um, and 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 I think that that is is it. I mean, speaking of isolation, I think there's another th- thing I've noticed here that I want to that I want to talk about, and it's it's a little bit of a pivot, maybe uh, takes us to more towards some. Um, lyrical things Um, but i I, you know another question i was considering ask you uh asking you was does anyone call drake on his cell phone um anymore Uh, (laughs) um and i think the answer there is a no is is a qualified no um and and i think what i'm saying is i'd like to, to postulate a reading of this album that recontextualizes um uh, hotline bling and it actually makes it appropriate uh, to be at the end of the album, right so that a lot of people fixated um on uh on on the modifier cell phone like you used to call me on my cell phone and and kind of wrote about that Jordan Stokes um, wrote about that on overthinking it and kind of analyzed that a little bit uh, as part of a close reading of the song um, and I think that um, when people looked at at, at at call and kind of uh, read that as the pivotal word, they saw, they assumed that the other setting uh, of, of, of you used to call me on the cell phone and, and what the kind of counterfactual was is that you are not calling anymore. Um, but it seems to be what is happening now and why cell phone is important in hotline bling is that what is happening on the cell phone is texting. Right um and so you used to call me on my cell phone but now you text me on my cell phone huh. um- and that there are a lot and so I weirdly actually saw this as a um yeah and that's
1: I mean that's interesting it's supported there's a contrast of stress sort of because it's the high note in the in the line and it's also the uh it's also in a strong beat right you used to call me on my cell phone right you used to call me and I think that high note might support the reading that you're that you're trying to put forward sorry I didn't mean to interrupt just got excited no no
0: no. no, I I think that and it's it's there on um on, on you with me um uh the one that Sam samples, um, uh, the one that samples DMX uh, is that there's a lot of kind of text talk there. Um, and so, uh, I mean, it's right there in the very beginning. He says on some DMX shit, I group DM my exes, right? So I send a group direct message, uh, or a text to my exes. Um, later on, right. He says, um, we too deep in this thing to never lose me. LOL, I'm glad you find this shit amusing, right? So there's another anchor of text talk there. Um, uh, another one is, um, which uh, reminds the, me, it reminds me that L O
1: L O L uh, reminds me a little bit of, of Lily Allen and Jesus. I just yeah. can't hear like without hearing Lily Allen singing LOL, like, ha ha. Yeah, uh, absolutely.
0: absolutely. You know,
1: dying for her art. So oh, really she's a martyr. Ryan is drink a martyr
0: you know yes but for himself right, right. <laughs> he's he is nailing himself up to that cross right. um, and say you're welcome you are welcome uh everybody um and, and so there's another um at the beginning of verse two right he says i want to know how much time you spent on them paragraphs uh where you're getting me all that gray in our conversation history um you playing mind games when you saying things playing mind games we both doing the same thing um and I love I had to like look at my phone for a second right of what a a conversation history with a lot of um uh, a lot of gray in it looks like And that's uh, on uh, on iMessage um, yeah. uh, When you're looking at your own messages Your messages uh, on the default are blue And somebody else's are are um, Gray, right? So this is someone who is sending him um, I mean, this actually supports this reading Right? You used to um, call me On the cell phone, and we could have a conversation We could have a back and forth uh, And instead, now you text me on my cell phone And it's just like paragraphs after paragraphs um, And then there, I think there's one More um, line later in verse two that kind of um f- f- uh, uh uh draws in the text focus um which is uh, uh he says um let's see uh we both yeah made some mistakes pawn road uh yeah how's that for real you toying with it like a happy meal three dots you're thinking of a reaction <laughs> step <laughs> right and so and and, and i think the take it and this song is the heaviest on this but it's there it's there on other uh songs i mean the the um the the line i quoted uh from i think it was from faithful um uh says you know let's do things that we text about um and let's do the things that we text about um that it actually strikes me as being a companion piece and to operate uh in a similar world as um aziz ansari's modern love right his um his uh book on the kind of sociology of love and dating in the time of, of cell phones and kind of um, uh, and, and social media and 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 kind of advanced uh, online dating 2.0 or 3.0 or whatever iteration we're on. Yeah. Right? And that kind of level of focus on the specific practices uh, of the uh, right. So th- this kind of uh, ties together three sets of, of practices of kind of direct messaging and kind of group messaging. Um, these kinds of one sided conversations um, that, that kind of come in via text and your ability to kind of compose um a a, a essay via via text uh, a one-on-one essay um and then this ability to kind of um delay reaction right and and to to, to treat it like a slow game of tennis um a slow game of emotional tennis uh and, and that but that the other person can see that you are Deciding how to volley, right, that, and that, that the three dots being the, the kind of marker that um, iMessage uses just shows that someone else is uh, is texting back. Yeah, it sort um, of
1: turns it into a turn based game, right, rather than yeah. being rather than being what like calling on the cell phone would be a kind of simultaneous move uh, right, right. type right. game.
0: Right, right, exactly. So, uh, I I mean, and one thing,
1: one thing that does. Sorry, it just it just occurs to me. One thing that does is to kind of render the interaction transactional, right, in a certain way uh, because of the quality of kind of tennis volley uh, that you're talking about.
0: No, I think that's I think that's absolutely right. And I I think that that is is part of what is profoundly isolating about this. Right. I guess that was that was the pivot that we that we turned on. And so that it is a little bit of the isolation of kind of um, of of finding love while while famous. But I think that there is also it's weird that that, um, you know, it's that kind of Drake's problems are our problems as well. Right. Like, you know, um, that that Drake, too, has to. To uh, use the the same kind of imperfect technology to try to forge connections, or or does he? Right, like. Are- there i i just assumed there were special messaging apps for rich people (laughs) um that that uh that allowed you to make uh really honest and 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 kind of uh trustworthy connections and 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 broker face-to-face interaction like i i thought there was just old networking um and and yet and and maybe this is a thing about drake of you know, growing up, um, right? So, being a little bit younger, I was kind of being a probably a teen in the era of early cell phone, right? I mean, this goes back to you used to. I mean, this is another reading of you used to call me on the cell phone, right? Like
1: we used to be, we used to be young, and our our love lives were simpler back then.
0: Yeah, exactly. We used to call on cell phones uh, as we kind of ran around uh, Toronto, and and you know, we went to malls. Uh, we we uh, we we met each other. Uh, we exchanged numbers we talked and and that's what drake knows right and 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 that drake has a nostalgia for that like drake has a nostalgia for meeting girls at the mall um or at a bar or at a club and exchanging numbers and and talking on the phone and kind of courting in that way and so that is and 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 it's because of that nostalgia or or the comfort with that or or a romanticization of that way of of meeting people um, that uh, that that the fame and the changing technology coincide to make this so so disappointing for him, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Uh, and I think the other song that really um, uh, uh, hammers this home and kind of this reading of the nostalgia for a kind of more suburban and middle class lifestyle uh, is Child's Play, um, right? And so that's the one, and I, I referenced that in our ad, right? That this is and I, this, this line may not have jumped out in your listen, but uh, the first verse is that he says. Why why you got to fight with me at cheesecake? You know I love to go there. Right, so I just want to break this down a little more. Right, that this is Drake saying to his to his girlfriend, to his his lover. Why are we fighting at the Cheesecake Factory restaurant?
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um Drake is not only like you know, if Drake went to a Cheesecake Factory, Diane, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. right. But but Drake gets into a uh, uh, a a a screaming match uh, at the um, at the Cheesecake Factory, uh, and and another line says, you know, t- in, in talking about this fight, he says, this is a place for families that drive Camrys and go to Disney. They don't need to know all of our business, and I actually love the the kind of the the rhythm of that line. Right, this is a place for families that drive Camrys and go to Disney. They don't know to know, They don't need to know all of our business. Uh-huh. Um, and then you're wild and you're super childish. You go to CVS for Kotex. I mean, man, he is working in a lot of product placements into this song. I'll tell you what, this is the product placement Drake song. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah,
1: it's, I mean, it's interesting because he does the, uh, he, it's, uh, he name, he name checks. Oh, what was it? Uh, the London, right. In, um, in you with me in the last verse, uh, he's talking about, and the geniuses on genius, uh, speculate that it's, uh, uh, speculate that he's talking about, uh, being with Rihanna. Um, uh, oh, interesting. Verse three is remember you was living at the London for a month and it's a it's a like a super luxury hotel in New York City, uh, right? So there's 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 again this kind of like bimodal there's this kind of bimodal Drake situation, you know, where it's like on on the one hand, you know, he is sort of and and he's enough of an expert at kind of traversing these spaces that it's about sneaking up to Rihanna's room uh, or sneaking up to a girl's room. Uh, only only the geniuses uh, know why. They say it's, it's Rihanna uh, sneaking up to a girl's room. Uh, remember you was living at the London for a month service elevator up to four, two Oh one. We was still a secret. Couldn't come into the front girl. I had your back when all you used to do was front. Um, and uh and that like he's enough of an expert at kind of traversing these spaces right if you think of uh, you know if you think of the kind of the notional toronto or the kind of the notional city carved up into you know uh carved up into sort of middle class and then wealthy spaces right like drake is drake is equally at home in both and but has to kind of sneak around in the london he he takes the service elevator up to the girls room but when he said cheesecake he's full uh you know when he said cheesecake he's he's really enjoying himself that's what he uh uh that's what he actually likes that's that's the most authentic drake can be right? what, what,
0: like, when, he, when he goes there would you say that it would be a cheese drake factory <laughs> And the funny thing is, the funny thing is, that level of corniness is totally at home on a Drake album. Right? That there are a lot of like dad joke level um lines on this on this album. Um I- I'm trying to think of what are some of the other real like there's some real groaners. Um Sure. Well, I mean,
1: while you're think while you're thinking about that, like to me. The, um, there was a sort of a passage of, uh, of like faithful, still here, and controller that, that was uh, maybe it's just because of the way that uh, that today as I was listening to it uh, those are the three that I got on my walk home for lunch um, <laughs> but uh but no it's not it's the I, I mean it's the sample that begins faithful that that really made me um, that really made me uh uh perk up right like uh i'm I, I think it's amber Rose and it's like i I'm high maintenance a little bit but not in a not in a negative way I just like extremely expensive things, right? right? right. And this, this, it sort of made me think of, of Kanye and the relationship to luxury. We talked about Kanye, not just as a consumer of luxury goods, but as actually kind of living inside the economics of a luxury brand. And, you know, uh, yeah, Drake, Drake as well in, in, in the economics of a lifestyle brand, uh, we should say the, though it 's not you know drake 's not doing uh, a fashion shows at Madison Square Garden right but um, uh, so it might be a little more accessible, but like thinking about the thinking about the relationship to luxury and liking liking expensive things. Um, it's, it's almost like, it's almost like they're good because they're expensive, or at least, I mean, this sort of, this sample, uh, at the beginning is like a, uh, it's a bit of a straw man, right? Like, you know, uh, uh, bitches be shopping and all that. Um, the, the, uh, the whole problem, you know, uh, of, of a materialism that is completely undiscerning, And, uh, you know, of course it's a woman who's the, who's made the kind of the, the voice of this, you know, Oh, I just like expensive things, but, um, but, uh, but this kind of plays into the, plays into the sort of the dichotomy between the, the cheesecake factory and the, you know, the London, uh, hotel, um, that you're talking, you know, that we were talking about, right. This is the, the, uh, uh you know this is the the sort of thing and then like in um in still here which is the one i think it has the line that's st- yes uh 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 do your favorite rapper like my son like my son though nothing mutual about my funds about my funds though and it's a right. kind of it's right. a uh um it's a celebration of sort of drake's uh, business success and kind of, kind of reveling, uh, reveling in it, reveling in it without taking a whole lot of joy, uh, uh, uh in it. But there's, there's almost like in the, in the melody of it. Da, 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 na, There's a kind of like <laughs> schoolyard, uh, there's a kind of like, a, a, you know, a schoolyard kind of poking at people, um, uh, in it. And, and this was, uh, uh, this uh, oh god I had a theory of this maybe I was just maybe it was just uh, how high Drake made me while I was walking to lunch or maybe I was just hungry I had a theory theory of how controla uh, how controla fits into it to make a, a sort of trilogy I also really liked well the-
0: just a quick a quick note on that that use of nana nana uh, <laughs> that um, you know actually it's funny that that sonic sound is one that I I remember being called out uh, by Chili Gonzalez on one of his pop music master classes. Um uh, in talking about I believe is on talking about Shake It Off. Uh he identifies a kind of nana nana" in the in the melody of Shake It Off and Taylor Swift's Shake It Off. Uh and so shout out, uh Chili, if you're listening, uh shout out to you. Uh and and it's hard not to think of you uh on on talking about a Drake album. Uh so uh if if you're if you're listening uh and have, have been listening to views, uh definitely write in, uh hit us up on uh Twitter and uh and, and let us know your thoughts. But I definitely, in kind of hearing Matt identify the Nana Nana um, here on, uh, on, on, on this track, I kind of see I'm still here. Uh, I, I get a, uh, there's a connection, at least to uh, that use uh, of kind of, of, of taunting uh, on, um, uh, on on the Taylor Swift track, which I think is, is kind of an interesting <laughs> kind of device. Right. It's <laughs> not,
1: you know, like a, a Drake is a type of Taylor Swift, right? He has a squad goal, which is not to have a squad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but so you were going to talk about dad jokes before I before well, the luxury the connection. This- well, the connection it- to luxury goods kind of got me got me thinking about sort of Drake the master businessman. Uh, Drake kind of making jokes um, about mutual funds. Well, right? that's a good one. Right, that, that's actually a pretty good one. That's uh, yeah, good- a pretty good dad joke, right? Uh, mutual funds.
0: Nothing mutual about my funds, well, Exactly.
1: Right. <laughs> ah, ah,
0: yeah. Um, well and you had a third kind of controller was a was a trilogy there I mean, what what in controller um, jumped out at you know you? I, now that I look back at it unfortunately
1: I didn't take notes on my uh, on my stroll um I, I didn't take notes on my on my stroll home so i was uh, uh but I kind of heard it as a i sort of uh, I heard it as a third movement and and the sort of these these three songs kind of kind of ran together a little bit in my um uh ran together in my hearing i really liked the beats also there was a kind of there's a sort of like uh very contemporary um light kind of skittering beat Mm -hmm. right that uh it's it's not exactly it's kind of like hi-hat it's kind of like a mechanical click or pop it's kind of like it's kind of like a lot of things but it's uh it's sort of kind of i mean i it's kind of ridiculous me trying to make the noise in the no, thing no, no, but it's actually,
0: a- you actually nailed it <laughs> like <laughs> i i actually think and i mean these are a, a set of sonic palettes that i kind of relate to to jamaican music and also the ways in which jamaican music has kind of been filtered through kind of especially kind of uk-based um electronic music right this is the kind of the land of of uh of james blake and especially jamie xx right yeah. and, and and um and i think that that is an important touchstone on this song i mean especially the early version of the song um featured popcan um who had also been featured featured on the Jamie XX album um and and now it's kind of the new version uh and uh it includes a, a a beanie man sample but there is a sense of this kind of um kind of filtered dance hall um and the kind of filtered music of the kind of um Kind of British, the the former British po- post colony of which ter- uh, of which Canada is a part, right? <laughs> like right, um- Canada is post colonial. <laughs> Right. Uh, like, I, and, and, and it went a way, right? I mean, um, right, that they're, they're still kind of, they're, they're, and they're, they're kind of not even fully post colonial, right? There's still a close relationship, right? Um, they are less po- post colonial than many. Um, and so, uh, that, uh, that, that, that you know, uh, that, uh, it, that is there in a lot of the sound of this and obviously toronto also is home to a, uh, is a is a um diverse and multicultural city and is home um to many communities um from uh from the west indies from from africa um and So you hear that uh, in controller um, Yeah, but fu- I mean, uh,
1: right? Like well, I was just say
0: in Pop Style, or not, sorry, Pop Style. Um, uh, in One Dance is the other one that kind of has a uh, kind of almost a, a Afro beat kind of piece, and then I think Too Good is the one um, with Rihanna um, that has that same uh, same kind of vibe. Yeah, it's well,
1: uh, right, absolutely. That was, and I'm glad you wanted to talk about. I'm glad you wanted to talk about it. And and there in this particular one, like the snare hits, I, it's I, I don't usually notice beats it's just not my uh it's just not my language and and honestly a lot of it a, a, when I hear them praised and I listen, I I honestly don't hear it a lot of the time because a lot of it sounds like sounds pretty stock to me as far as like drum patterns go. But th- this was a case where I thought like the snare hits were the syncopation of the snare hits was really yeah. cool and yeah. really kind of like brought you up short and and really I mean it sort of makes you take notice right like syncopation is it's it's off beats but it, you know hitting off beats but by hitting and accenting off beats you actually really make someone feel the strong beat by its absence yeah I, yep. I guess we've talked about that before um Uh, but that you, you sort of almost, there's almost this invisible tug on whatever your beat sensing apparatus. Mine is like solar plexus, uh, oriented, you know, and like, so like right in the,
0: (laughs) mine is, mine is my pelvis
1: (laughs) (laughs) when you, uh, so right in that, like I get that little tug right in my, uh, right in my kind of my beater, (laughs) you know, um, in, in that thing. And it really, it was a really successful, uh, really successfully deployed that to me um, in in this thing and was a, is was a way in which i you know uh, what sort of like folk music white guy extraordinaire um enjoyed uh could kind of could kind of appreciate and enjoy uh beat construction beat architecting um in, in a way that I felt like really, uh, I don't know, really added something to the song, really added something to the environment that the, the Sonic environment that was being created.
0: it it, it does really pop because of how kind of ambient a lot of the rest of the album is. Right. And then there's interesting kind of playing. Yeah. Because those
1: snare hits kind of like, they're like, they're like uh, flashes of lightning, right? Like in a, there's like this gray, gray, miasmal kind of thundercloud or like kind of rain cloud, uh, covering the whole thing. And then those 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 yeah. snare hits um which again i probably lapse into self parody by trying to imitate uh into the microphone but they like they illuminate the whole thing for for just a second and be, and become these kind of these kind of events and and uh events in in flow in in rhythm
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that, I mean, that's a really good way to think about this is that there are like, and I think that that's a way to think about this album as a whole and what makes it really work and and kind of compelling and rewarding repeating listens is that it isn't just all the miasma, right? That there, um, you know, that there is variation in whether, like, how kind of smeared it is versus kind of staccato and kind of, um, kind of clear and, and eliminated, and whether those kinds of smeariness or kind of illumination and kind of uh, beat is uh, is coming from the music and from the kind of percussion hits, um, and 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 other kind of sonic elements, or whether it's coming from Drake's rapping, right? And and that. You, so I'm imagining a two by two matrix, right? Um, uh, of um, of kind of smeary versus staccato uh, on one axis, and 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 uh, instrumental versus vocal on the other axis. Huh. And the, and these um, songs on this album um, play in all four of these quadrants. Yeah. Um, and I think that that and, and and our sequence in a way that you never spend too much. Time in any one quadrant so there's kind of i mean uh, man it would be kind of interesting to map that out um and and uh, and and to think about how that relates even to thematically whether it's kind of the relationship and inward looking stuff or the outward looking stuff and a journey through toronto um the the, and the kind of imagined toronto through the six um I mean, man, um I really hope if you draw this out uh and uh, uh if if you draw this out and map the progression through these quadrants that it forms a 6. Uh-huh. Um uh, or if you turn it upside down It's a 9 now, <laughs> now it is. Uh, 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 And that would be That would be amazing and, 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 uh, and my wonderful Delightful Drake conspiracy theory That I will um, put out on the internet uh, And I may do that or if you beat me To it listeners um, start mapping Out um, views from the 6 On this quadrant but the point is that it journeys Through these kinds of different mixes Of kind of being languid and ambient um, And then punctuating that um, With some combination of the beats and the rapping um, and then, kind of taking one of those elements away, or kind of moving back into another quadrant. Um, and just as a city has different quarters uh, and, and neighborhoods um, with their own kind of character or or nostalgic um, connections, so does this album. Um, and I, I think that that itself kind of makes it very interesting, um, and interesting in a different way than um, the some of the other interesting albums that we've talked about. Then, um, then um, Lemonade, which is like such a linear march, um, and, uh, and 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 uh, Life of Pablo, which is like so. So much more of a, a bricolage and, and collage and kind of um, process piece right a, a kind of jackson Pollocking, um, and so it 's amazing I mean you know just in this quarter uh, in this half of the year we 've had these kind of three very kind of strong and ambitious uh, pop albums and th- th- there are signs that would like this, that, you know, that, that pop culture, that the music industry, that the world is, is not slowing down, right? There are murmurings. There are, are just all kinds of weird things happening, uh, on, in the radio head corner of the world. Uh, and, yeah. and, and, we're going to have to be there. And this is funny because two weeks ago, we had decided we were going to cover, um, the most recent album by Weezer. Um, they're like, uh, <laughs> uh and, and, and poor Weezer, uh, always, Always the Weezer maid, never the Weezer bride, uh-huh. <laughs> um, uh, and, and it's almost something that Rivers Cuomo might uh, write a song about. But I think we, you know, it's a win-win if we if if the string of of urgently important and exciting albums um never stops then we are in a historic moment right. <laughs> and we and we are here to mark that uh, moment if it does stop we have a surprisingly good weezer album to talk <laughs> <about>. <laughs> um and so that's that's a as great our yeah
1: as our side like weezer is our side piece
0: we, Weezer is our side piece, and, and we could do a lot—again, probably something else that Rivers Cuomo might write, uh, uh, write a song about. I mean, I'd love to talk about Rivers Cuomo side-by-side side with Drake and Frankie Cosmos. Um, that is a, that a—that's a trifecta of joy uh, yeah. that, that, that I'd love to consider. Uh, so, I mean, the point is, there's a lot going on uh, uh, on Views, uh, on all of the albums that we've been talking about over the coming months— and you might be coming to them slowly uh, because of the way that um, the release schedule and release vectors are so fragmented that things, you know, drop on one specific platform on one day, and they may come out later. Um, there, there may be various kinds of waffle channels. Um, but find your way to these albums, uh, find your way to these songs, because um, if you're listening, if you're still listening, you're obviously at least at the very least engaged with me and Matt, uh, and find whatever we talk about for an hour to be engaging, and for that we. Think. Thank you, uh, but this th- there is just something very interesting going on in pop music right now, and it's it's um and it's it's very it's it's an outgrowth of where we were um, when we started this project uh, two and a half years ago, three years ago. This kind of album oriented discussion of Indian pop music, but I think it's it's morphing uh, and, and uh, in in interesting ways. So uh, you know, even if you don't think that you like pop music, or you you don't like Drake, you don't like Beyonce, you don't like Kanye, which are all things. That I've heard, uh, not always from the same people, uh, but from from different people. Um, try these things. Uh, find get your hands on these. Um, uh, at, what, regardless of when you're listening to this, because uh, this conversation is going to continue and it's going to keep um, accumulating. So um, definitely, if you are all caught up, um, leave your thoughts. Uh, you know, it, 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 in this way, it's like a um, it's like a, a seminar, right? That you, you don't necessarily have to do every, every, all of the reading every week but you definitely are going to have to prepare for the final at some point um so if you're ready to submit your final paper or your draft of your final paper uh or or just your specific assignment on uh this week's uh, reading uh views um there's a lot of ways to get in touch with us um one for the one that where a lot of conversation happens is over at overthinkingit.com. um click on the right hand side of the page uh, uh where you'll see the title of this episode um and there will be show notes uh, with some resources, links to uh, links to uh, purchase the album, to affiliate links, to um, the lyrics, uh, and some other secondary sources. And then a chance for um, uh, uh, listeners uh, and us to kind of engage in continued discussion on this uh, on this album. Um, make uh, tweet at us at TFT Podcast. As I mentioned, um, uh, Chili Gonzalez is our internet friend, so won't you be our internet friend too? Um, and uh, we, we, we uh, tweet. Out a lot of good stuff, old episodes, um, great music videos. Um, shout out to Amanda uh, who mans our social media uh, and and keeps that going um, at, at a great clip. Um, so if you've interacted with uh, at TFT uh, podcast on Twitter, uh, it's probably Amanda that you've uh, that you've interacted with. She's, um, the, so- she's
1: the nice one by far.
0: She, yeah, exactly. Like if you've had an interaction in which you weren't trolled uh, or or been passive aggressive to or something like that, it probably wasn't. Us just think about it. <laughs> like this is only an act to a certain extent. <laughs> like like with Drake, <laughs> you know. Like yeah, sure, it's heightened, but it comes from a real place. <laughs> right. Like success.
1: Success is a, a moderate success uh, on a very small scale has freed us to be the people who we really are.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh huh. Uh, and and then uh, and then the third the third vector uh, which uh, Amanda is also at the helm of um, is uh, is our Facebook theory uh, for Turntables on there, right? Or are we TFT Podcast on there? Just search Um,
1: for it. Search for Theory for Turntables and you'll find us. Uh, uh,
0: Like us on there if you don't. Um, This is also a great place. Um, This is a, I think, uh, you know, whether you take our um, shares of the articles and um, share them on your page, share them on your friends' pages, um, uh, or tag your friends. Um, Facebook is a great place to bring people in to the Nexus. And and, uh, Drake uh Drake uh Beyonce and Kanye are great ones cuz these are again these are these are these tidal waves that uh that are rocking um the the boat of 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 the of of the top 40 of the of the Billboard 200 albums chart of the singles um and of of the popular discussion so um so so join us uh in our dinghy pull up your other pull up your flotation device bring other people in um and and as we bob bob up and down on these turbulent waves of, of of popular music uh and, and as every wave crests we get yet another view of the six receding even further into the distance know that as we drift off into the great seas of popular music um uh, uh, into a, a distant land that we do not know so well that wherever we end up just know with great certainty that it will be real